This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Man, what a weekend. What a weekend for the first family. <laughs> Never a dull moment. As long as Hunter's, Hunter's still around and his uh, laptop and his cell phones are still uh, still providing, I don't think we're going to have a dull weekend for the rest of the uh, Biden term. We can get into some of the latest. We have some gaffes, some all-time gaffes from uh, the uh, dementia patient in the Oval Office. And I'm telling you, he is funnier than any, he's funnier than Trump. He's funnier than any late night comedian. He just doesn't, he doesn't do it on purpose. It just happens to be hilarious. We will play some of that. We got the latest from, uh, from the laptop from hell, some texts that Hunter had about his uh, stepmother. I can't imagine how things are when they're, you know, having their little family gatherings on the beach in Delaware. We could tell you what Hunter had to say about his, uh, his mom, Dr. Jill, the New York times is uh, questioning whether Joe still uh, can do it at his age as he departs for the middle East. Talk about fertile ground for some gaffes. I'm not sure uh, four days in the middle East is going to go over so well, but it wasn't, a total loss. He went for a bike ride and he didn't fall off. So you got that going for you. If you're a uh, Biden supporter, he didn't fall off his bike this weekend. Uh, the deal, the deal we all been waiting for Elon Musk buying Twitter is in jeopardy. I hope it's a uh, negotiating ploy, but uh, Musk is threatening to pull out. I hope he's just trying to lower the price or change the terms, but that will be a real bummer if that deal indeed falls through. Um, uh, Djokovic won, our guy Djokovic, he's my favorite tennis player. I don't even watch tennis, but uh, he won Wimbledon. And he's not allowed to play in the U.S. Open because, yes, we're still doing this. We're still doing this. As of last, the end of last week, 62,000 National Guardsmen and uh, uh, Army Reservists lost their pay and their benefits because they didn't get the jab. Yes, we are still doing this. Uh, we'll get into that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show. Today's show is sponsored by Fabric. Life is already complicated. What if getting term life insurance to protect your family could be easy? Fabric has moved life insurance all online, so getting a policy that's right for your family isn't complicated at all. In fact, planning for your family's future has never been easier. Fabric was built by parents for parents to help make it easier to manage your family's finances. You don't need to schedule anything or make time for phone calls or appointments. Just apply online when it's convenient for you. In less than 10 minutes, you can apply, see your quote, and personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You can also be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric also has over 1,600 five-star reviews on Trustpilot.com, and it's fully backed by Vantus Life one of the most trusted names in life insurance since 1847. So you can feel confident that you're getting a high quality policy that is perfect for your family. They also have a 30 day money back guarantee and you can cancel any time. Protect your family's financial future with fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash Jerry. That's meetfabric, M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash Jerry. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantus Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. <clears throat> I just, uh, uh, to, to, we'll, we'll go back to last uh, Friday, I believe. Joe Biden gave a press conference. It was about... Uh, abortion, and he uh, he went back to his made-up story about the made-up 10-year-old girl, the, the imaginary 10-year-old girl who got imaginary raped and had to get an imaginary abortion. And, uh, of course, nobody in the media bothers to fact-check it. Everyone just assumes it's made up because that's what he does. He makes things up. And, he, by the way, he's very outraged that the girl has to go across state lines to get an abortion, the 10-year-old girl. But he doesn't seem upset at all that a guy raped her. You know, it's like, okay, where's the guy? Shouldn't we be uh, upset that this poor girl got raped? But I guess when you're making up a story and you know that the media is not going to fact check it, you really don't care. But he's very upset that she had to go to Indiana. We'll play this cut because it's it's funny. Make pretend angry Biden 
is my favorite Biden. When he pretends he's angry, to, you know, when he was like, the, the allegedly the border patrol agents were whipping migrants. And, why would I get that? and it was just made up. They weren't whipping him. He knew they weren't. We now know they didn't. And of course, Biden doesn't apologize for it. But he's upset about the poor 10-year-old girl who has to cross state lines for an imaginary abortion. But listen to this. How long is this cut? It's not long, right? 10 seconds. 10 seconds. You got <laughs> not asking much, but listen to the end because this is just such classic Joe Biden. Go ahead. 10 years old. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. <laughs> she had to travel to Indiana to terminate the presidency. Now, what? <laughs> And you see behind him, you got Mayorkas and, uh, and and Kamala. And Kamala, even Kamala's looking at just, I'm not that bad. You know? <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm bad, but this is just embarrassing. True international suffered depression. <laughs> uh, the, the best is still the, uh, I could sum it up in one word. And he and he makes up a, like and then he then he goes into the whole foothills of the Himalayas. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him uh, foot, foot. <laughs> that is the all time best right there. He couldn't even say the foothills. I'm not sure how that is one word or sums up America, but. He can't handle when he does this made up story about being the foothills of the Himalayas. He can't do it. It's just that's too tough for him. And we'll get to the uh, New York Times story because it does do not does not portend well for him when the when his supporters, his most ardent supporters are questioning his uh, mental acuity on the pages of the uh, of the uh, official media outlet of the Biden regime. They're questioning whether he can handle the job and the timing too. Going, I mean, do we really think he's flying out to uh, Saudi Arabia? I believe tomorrow night. That means you know a red eye. I realize he's on Air Force One, but that doesn't sound like it's going to go well. He has to go hat in hand, beg the Saudis for oil because whatever he can't. You know, AOC won't let him pump our own oil. So then uh, Liz Warren, they don't want us to use our own energy. So we have to go to um, Saudi Arabia. And he is just, I mean, if he doesn't just trip over, you know, trip over himself and fall in the, you know, in the lap of the crown prince, it'll be a, a miracle. But uh, back to Friday's disastrous press conference. By the way, I believe if you look close, he's wearing like his flip flops. And, and, you know, if the camera only goes to like the waist, but he's got his bathing suit and his flip flops on because he's on his way to the beach. He doesn't want to be doing this. Someone made him do it. He like mailed it in. And he just, he just stumbled over. I think the thing was 20 minutes long. It had to be, you know, uh, you know 50 gaffes. And, it, and he, the, the, I guess this would be one that will be remembered forever from President Ron Burgundy. But this, then everyone made the memes, you know, splicing in the, the scenes from uh, Anchorman. But his handlers, you know, the, the real people behind the throne, Susan Rice, Ron Klain, Barack Obama, they just must be, what are we supposed to do? Put one word, you know, one syllable words in the, in the teleprompter? What are we supposed to do when we want him to repeat the line? We can't write repeat the line. What are we supposed to do when we want him to, you know, turn the page? You can't write turn the page because he'll say it. That's how, that's how simple and stupid this whole thing is. But let's play the one that will be, that is one of the classics. You will agree that this thing will be remembered forever. Yeah. When people look back, you know, they remember, you know, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. They look back and they say, ask not what your country can do for you or tear down this wall, Mr. Gorbachev. They will look back on this guy, on this, 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 this frail, empty husk of a man and say, end of quote, repeat line. Go ahead. That's, that's the, my favorite part though, is, is not even just the repeat the line. It's end of quote. <laughs> end of quote. <laughs> Let's listen. Power. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. <laughs> women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political power. 
That's what they were saying. The you, the women of America, can determine the outcome. Look at Kamala. That's what I'm saying. She's going, did he just say that? Yeah, look at that freeze right there. She's looking down at the at the teleprompter with the huge letters because you know he, he and she's saying he just said that he just said repeat the line end of quote oh that's uh, that's our commander in chief end of line repeat the quote um, that's just one you know one Friday afternoon on his way to the beach end of quote repeat the line and. Uh, this, I believe, was the day after, or well, maybe the day. The, uh, I'm not sure what time they posted the New York Times story questioning his age. But as soon as you see this, you say, uh-oh, the knives are out. They are, uh, I think they've seen enough of this. They know, obviously, he's not going to be competent to pl- to run in 2024. But 20, 2022, 2023, I mean, you look at that, and I tweet this all the time. And you say, Two and a half more years? That's supposed to, he's supposed to hang in there for two and a half more years. And by the way, if he doesn't, that, 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 that blank stare you see behind him, that, that's your 47th president. That's, that's how frightening the situation is. And uh, I can't do him just to Matt, just look ahead two years, two years when he'll be 81. And you say, what? That just that just wouldn't work. This is the toughest job in the world. It is a seven day a week job. By the way, to the New York Times, his, his people, you know, obviously they're they're spinning it. They say he works five five and a half days a week, which is absurd. He's at the beach every weekend, but and you know he's in bed probably you know right after right after Wheel of Fortune. Uh, it's it's way too, it's too tough a job for any eighty year old. That's why I don't I'm not. I don't want Trump. I don't want Trump. I don't want another 80 year old. I don't want another 78 year old. It's it's that's not what this job. That's not the kind of person that this job is meant for. Someone with boundless energy, young and you know, virile and sharp. And that's just not who he is. But I can get to some of the uh, the uh, New York Times. Uh, New York. Tell me, get you the headline of the New York Times. It's at seventy nine. Biden is testing the boundaries of age and the presidency. Testing the boundaries. Uh, this was from uh, two days ago, so that would be uh, Saturday. Uh, but over the weekend, obviously, when you see this, you say, obviously, this is these are. These are, again, Biden supporters. These are people who don't, you know, they don't want to address this elephant in the room. But I think after Friday's end of quote, turn the page, I mean, end of quote, <laughs> repeat the line. They said, oh, we, we got to do this. We got we got to, you know, prepare people for uh, the inevitable that this that they're going to get to that day where they say, you know, 25th Amendment time, uh, it's Kamala's turn. And maybe they can find someone reasonably competent uh, to step in for Kamala and, uh, you know, reassure the country. But they are, uh, I mean, they point out he's a year and a half into his first term. Biden is already more than a year older than Ronald Reagan was at the end of his second term. And if he mounts another campaign in 2024, Biden will be asking the country to elect a leader who will be 86 at the end of his. There's just no there's no 86 year old who can do this job, let alone this one. Um, and they write, you know, the uh, his aides or his you know, people in his, his administration say that he's uh, intellectually engaged. He asks smart questions at meetings. He grills aides on points of dispute. He calls them late at night. Does anyone believe that? Uh, and and he and he picks apart the, the speeches they write for him, and he edits them, which I don't believe any of that. But whatever. This is the New York Times, and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to kill him softly. Next line: They acknowledge Mr. Biden looks older than just a few years ago. Who doesn't? A political liability that cannot be solved by traditional White House stratagems like staff shakeups or new communication plans. His energy level, while impressive for a man of his age, is not what it was, and some aides quietly watch out for him. He often shuffles when he walks, and aides worry he will trip on a wire. How about trip on nothing? He stumbles over words during public events, and they hold their breath to see if he makes it to the end without a gaffe. This is the official White House newsletter. 
writing that he 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 rarely makes it to the end without a gaffe. They say he's generally a five or five five and a half day a week president, uh, but they can call him at any hour as needed. But then we get to the the, the funniest. Uh, Oh, and they point out, they point out that he stumbled while dismounting a bicycle, which he wasn't dismounting. That's not true. White House officially officials ruefully noticed that it was among the top stories of the week. Uh, never mind that the president works out five mornings a week, often with a trainer, and that many men his age hardly ride bikes at all. <laughs> Oh, he's amazing. He rides a bike like a half a mile every once a week for the cameras. And again, I, I got to give credit where due. He rode his bike this weekend. He did a little press briefing with his helmet on and he didn't fall down. But I got to get to the funniest line. I don't know if you, you can pop this up, uh, Ironhead, but this is just incredible. This is a line from the New York Times. It says, <laughs> it says, well, the, the, it says everyone ages differently, of course, and some experts put Mr. Biden in a category of, quote, super agers uh, who remain unusually fit as they advance in years. What the hell is that? I mean, I real again, I realize it's New York Times, but they cite no experts. They name no experts. This is just made up. Just totally made up. I mean, I, I'm sure you could find an expert who, who or doctor who, who loves Biden and will say that. His wife. But there's a there's a category called super agers, and they think that he's in it. <laughs> that is just absurd. That's silly. Can you imagine? And we're going to get to you know the, the the question we ask every time. Can you imagine if this were Trump? Trump is unusually energetic for a guy his age, right? I mean, he's. He's old, he's obese, borderline obese, but he's got boundless energy. Hell, he went to Alaska. He went to Alaska to a rally. Oh, that was awesome. The highlights from that too. It was so funny. <laughs> I mean, that's, this is a guy who lives in, you know, Palm beach and, and lives, you know, could go anywhere. And he's in Alaska doing rallies. Compare that to what we'll see tomorrow night or Wednesday when the president, uh, the current president heads to uh, Saudi Arabia but uh, would, would, do you think they would ever call Trump a super ager? Saying experts agrees us experts. Honestly, God, you're going to do that. You have to give me one expert. You have to name, tell me one expert who thinks Joe Biden's a super ager who, I'll read it again, remain unusually fit as they advance in years. <sighs> I'm not sure. Well, you could put Nancy Pelosi up on the screen now if you'd like. A super ager. This is someone who's unusual. <laughs> I mean, you could say that about Fauci, I guess, even though I hate him. You could say he's unusually fit and not in cognitive decline, but you can't say that about about Joe Biden. That's absurd. I mean, you could even say it about Nancy. Yeah, she's a super ager. But you can't you can't seriously say that. But again, this I think is, there's I this, think there's parts of her that are pretty young. This is designed. I know. And those are, uh, she's hanging in there. She's hanging. (laughs) I don't want to look at that anymore. All right. Look at, I knew it. Look at all these, these comments. This Joe Biden is unintentional comedy. Like no one we've ever seen. The poor 10 year old had to cross state lines to terminate the presidency. I mean, that, that you can't get, I mean, that Jimmy Fallon should just take the night off and just play clips of that speech it'd be funnier than anything he's done since uh since saturday night live but anyway we look forward to uh the uh the sojourn to uh the middle east we look forward to more uh more comedy and maybe some more comedy from the new york times but this is a bad sign this is a bad sign when they're talking about the fact that you're too old and you have two and a half more years uh they are setting you up i'm sure biden knows it or at least those handlers i'm sure Sure, Dr. Jill knows that the New York Times is turning on their guy, and they'll probably have a whole plan. You know, Kamala ascends to the throne, so you know whoever Pete steps in, they would love that. Get the have you know another barrier barrier broken. Get the first gay vice president, and I mean, at least he could read a teleprompter. He'd be better than anything. We've been seeing now. What are you showing me? You're showing me in, in bicycling. Yeah, this here's, weekend. Here's him getting heckled over the weekend. I don't know if you. Oh, saw good. This. this is well. This is the super ager president who is 79 and riding a bike. What lots of 79 year olds never ride bikes, according to the New York Times. Let's watch. 
Hey, where are your fucking training wheels at? Where they at? <laughs> wow, this guy got that guy got pretty close. Yeah, with that kind of <laughs> with that kind of language. <laughs> you know, when you when you say we're going to put him on a bike to show that he's virile and strong, and he just falls over. I mean, I'm not sure the whole bike things work, and I think they got to move on to a, I don't know, a Peloton or a or elliptical or something. Highly recommend. Just walk. Yeah, highly recommend. Just, just, yeah, did you wear that thing out this weekend? Sure did. Just just yeah. just King, look her up. Pretty good. Every day, did you take one of those classes that have twenty three thousand people in them? No, I don't do live. I That's just the- do. I do previously uh, one of the classes. one of the one of the instructors set a world record. She had twenty three thousand cyclists or spinners in her class, which is pretty amazing. But uh, so you pay the monthly subscription. My wife does, and you use it how often? Uh, last five days, I did it four times. So. Like like five minutes each time. Uh, Thirty usually. Get all sweaty. Yeah, go about eight nine miles. Pretty good. Wow. Wow. And so you're shedding, shedding a few LBs, are you? Sure are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wouldn't you agree, though, if you put them on a Peloton, you'd have, you just take a couple pictures, show a little video. You don't have hecklers. You'd, flip, you'd never flip be able off. to, yeah, you'd never be able to get off it, though, because the feet lock in. That's true. That's, <laughs> that would be a little tricky, but you could, you know, you could edit the video. You don't have to worry about strangers showing up and watching them ride by his bike <laughs> and telling him to put on his training wheels. It just, it just isn't working. It's not, they're not even winning over the New York Times and the Washington Post. It's just, it's grim. Oh, there are some experts who say he's a super ager, but uh, maybe, maybe you know what might help him is the the stuff that 4chan is releasing. They'll say, "Boy, he is kind of virile and uh, spunky. Look at him." <laughs> I don't understand this, and maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm, I'm not a super ager. Can you explain to me if you missed it over the weekend? Hmm. It's one of those things that if you're on Twitter, you're on social media, you just stop in your tracks and go, "Uh oh, yeah, I, I, I literally wrote that down. I wrote, holy crap. When I saw the Jack Posobiec, the, uh, and he's a big right wing influencer from human, human events. And he tweets out 4chan has hacked Hunter Biden's iCloud. Now I don't, I don't know how that works. And I don't even really know who 4chan is. Is it, is it a person or is it a group? What is it? It's just a amalgamation of the dark web. Oh, okay. See, that doesn't make any sense to me. It sounds good. And that's a good answer. Never, by you. never then, go there. It's frightening. <laughs> well, lots of people. I looked at Posobiec, who's got like millions or over a million followers. They said, people are going to run from this. They're going to like not click. No one's going to, you're not going to want to click on it because you end up getting, you know, FBI will come knocking at your door and put you in the deplorable jail. But, uh, and I didn't, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't go down that, th- uh, down that hole, but I looked at it and said, what does that mean? They got all his texts and all his, because we already have a lot because he dropped uh, three laptops full. The, the things that have getting is, yeah. Current, they're getting his current communications. Is that what that means? Yeah, the things that have stu- uh, stuck out to me so far is um, Joe Biden's phone numbers out there. His, his cell oh, phone. That's right. We got Biden's and his alias. His alias. His, and that's uh, I, I have that story right here. This is uh, in uh, this is Hunter Biden's search history on a porn website, which is not good. And they have the money he pays to people. I don't know if it's. Uh, PayPal or Venmo, but half of them are family members, like his daughters, and half of them are hookers. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, there's a list of like 30 people that he paid, and it's like one day it's whatever uh, his sister Ashley Biden, and the next one is uh, you know, uh, some Russian <laughs> Russian hooker, <laughs> some underage Russian Russian escort. But man, he goes through a lot of dough, a lot of dough. This is from uh, the Post Millennial. The post-millennial writes, uh, members of the 4chan online community, which is, according to Ironhead, an amalgamation of dark forces. What did you call it? Yeah, the dark web. The dark web. The 4chan online community have hacked Hunter Biden's iCloud backup data by cracking his iPhone password on Saturday. This was two days ago. So this has just begun. Uh, they, 
they report that 4chan users were rapidly posting the alleged contents of Hunter's iCloud to the forum on Saturday night. So it's a forum? Like it's a website? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, it's basically like giant chat boards that there's no, no there's almost no, no rules on it. It's I don't I don't like chat boards. Yeah, it's really hard Sites, to follow. Site administrators were rushing to take down or archive the posts. Many posts uh, on the still remain or are being posted anew and are being saved to other sites. In another tweet on the alleged Hunter crack, Posobiec says 4chan has already created torrents for the Hunter Biden iPhone and iCloud backups, and they're now seeding them. That means even if 4chan gets shut down, the copies will still be out there. Correct. And we don't know a lot yet, but we know that Joe Biden had an alias when he communicated with his family. He was Peter Henderson, who's a, uh, what's Peter Henderson, a character in what was it? What movie? Uh, I just saw and, that. Uh, like, oh, Tom Clancy. I think in a Tom Clancy uh, movie, uh, Peter Henderson's a character. To, and that's the name he uses, the alias he uses. But that's not the alias that Hunter, Hunter took it a step further. <laughs> And calls, what does he call his father? Peter, Pedo, Pedo, Peter? Pedo, Peter. Pedo, Peter. That's how Hunter refers to his father after his father adopted the nickname, uh, the alias, Peter uh, Henderson. And that's that's a, created a whole new you know thread. Why he's calling, I mean, Hunter's such a lunatic. We have some video, we have some crazy video and, it doesn't, he's, there's one where I swear you've reached the point where you actually feel bad for him. He's a scumbag. We know that he's a terrible guy, terrible father. He's screwed over so many people, but he's literally having a mental breakdown and he's recording it and posting it or it's, you know, re- recording it and it's getting posted for all the world to see. It's so disturbing. I think he's in, as, as, as dad would say, I think he's in the clear because Who's going to show it? I mean, who's going to show that video where he's having a mental, is it the same one where he's on the beach? Is that the one where he has to break down and he's just breathing and sweating? There's that one and the uh, one he's measuring something on a scale. <laughs> he's measuring some. Okay. That's not what you think. Cause there's another one where you get to see, and there's a lot to measure there. I got to say, uh, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> where he's jumping around and he's, like showing it to the look at this and like yeah we we all have one of those maybe we're all not as proud of it as you are but uh, we all have one of those big guy he's well off yeah yes he is well off he doesn't have any money you know unless dad sends him some but he ran a bunch uh, of bad boys we we have uh there's there's so many we'll we'll get to the the texts about his mother and uh, stepmother but we have video of him measuring Weighing his crack, correct? Correct. And arguing with a, is it a hooker or is it a dealer? Who's the woman in the video? They claim it's a Russian hooker. A Russian hooker and he, there he is, naked as always, cigarette in his mouth, weighing his crack. And I'm like upset because he didn't get enough. Is that what it is? He did. It doesn't, it's not enough there and he overpaid or something. Well, if you look at what the scale says and what he's saying, it's two completely different weights. Uh, all right, let's 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 watch the latest from uh, the laptop from hell. It's two point zero six. Two point zero seven without the bag. So how long is how two point zero? It's twenty point seven. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> that's twenty grams. Yeah. I don't know. And he's in this totally trashed hotel room. Totally, I mean, and he's naked. He's got a cigarette and a, and a, and a hooker. And he's quibbling, quibbling over the weight of his crack. Okay, fine. We know it. He's a crazy man. He's a degenerate and a druggie. Why are you videotaping that? <laughs> what is the purpose? What is, why is he videotaping everything? Everything. I mean, last week we had the video from the rehab place in Newburyport where he's in rehab, drinking a white claw and smoking crack and videotaping it naked mm-hmm. and you're going who would you ever want to see this i mean why would it be like the the one thing you would do would make sure there was no video or pictures when you do something like that he's just so insane but 
you know, again, he's a bad guy. So let's watch the, the mental break. Do we have the mental breakdown on the beach when you, the whole video, <laughs> look at this. How long is this one? Because she, it's, you got to get to the end. A minute 40. I can it's skip ahead. It's too long. We'll, we'll play a little and then I'll, I'll, can we jump ahead to the, oh God, he's just losing it. But play a little, you got to stay till the end because he's outside on the beach with some woman and she doesn't go with him. He walks in the house and at the end of the video, it's just hilarious. But go ahead. My pants fell off. <laughs> My pants fell off. <laughs> He sounds great. What the hell? So he walks, he's in some beautiful beach house. <sighs> Three days clean. What do you say? What three, was that? Three days clean. Three days clean. Yeah. If you're just listening, you got to see it. He's on a beach. I guess he's alone. The woman's off in the distance. And he's wearing a like a flight jacket from the Ronald Reagan, the USS Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. And, and nothing else, although a big gold chain. And he says, my pants fell off. He doesn't <laughs> pick them up, put them on. He just walks, walks away. <laughs> And he puts the can and he shows his bare ass. And then he walks in the house and he's absolutely having a mental breakdown. And he says, three days clean. Um, I mean, I don't want to question the guy. This is the smartest man Joe Biden knows, but I don't think that's true. Just going to guess. Yeah. Hunter Biden being naked is like Matt Foley saying down by the river. You just got to hit right. it every video. Right. <laughs> My pants fell off. That is remarkable. But uh, uh Anyway, there's there's so much more, and apparently, because of whatever fortune, uh, dark forces, uh, there's going to be much, much more. Uh, what did he do when he wasn't? Video- what did he do that was so bad he didn't videotape? I mean, that's that's what you have to wonder. I don't know. Is there, is there something? Is there some limit to his insanity? It's probably uh, a video of him throwing one of these hookers in a trunk. Before we get to, let's get to the. Um, this is from the Daily Mail. Let's get to the. The things that are going to make, I mean, the whole thing, the whole, everything about it must make things so tense. He was invited with his young wife to the ceremony where they gave, uh, you know, the Medal of Freedom to uh, to Megan Rapinoe and 16 others. Hunter was there, front row center. So he was in the White House. And this was, this broke like that same day. This was uh, Saturday, I believe. On Friday, he was in the White House. Um, taking a, you know, hanging out with Megan Rapinoe and whoever else, uh, uh, Cindy McCain and the other winners of that Medal of Freedom. But this is from uh, the Daily Mail over the weekend. Hunter Biden blamed First Lady Jill Biden for forcing him to go back to rehab, calling her a selfish, silly, entitled C-word, a moron, stupid and vain. <laughs> And after she offered him a house and sent him loving messages, I'm telling you, this kid's evil. He's evil. Uh, An exasperated text to his uncle, Jim, Hunter wrote that Jill and his then lover, his brother's widow, Hallie, quote, created a drama that prompted Joe Biden to, to suggest he spend a month getting clean from drugs and alcohol. Jeez, why would he suggest that? I mean, you've, we've seen uh, Hallie and my idiot stepmother have once again created a drama that forces dad into saying, go away for 30 days and I'll help. But otherwise, I don't really trust your judgment, Hunter. The president's son wrote to, to Jim, there's no drama, but what she creates, what's effing change to create this panic? Nothing except me telling her she's a C word. Uh, telling my mother she's a moron. Both things are true. And it goes on and on. They got all his texts. And, you know, you know it kind of feels dirty reading the guy's text. But, uh, yeah. again, whatever. He's a bad guy. And uh, 
it's a bad family. I don't know. It's a, they, they, they love this drug addled scumbag, but their own granddaughter Navy in, in Arkansas, they deny she even exists. That's how kind of people they are, but I'm starting to agree with turtle boy. Anyway, I think I could we'll, hang we'll, out. It'll with keep him. coming. All right. We got lots to get to here. Uh, we got to get to the, uh, the, the, the updates on the military, you know, the, 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 our new woke military really gives you a lot of confidence in this really tense time on the global stage. Uh, and the, uh, latest big, big win for, for the unvaccinated joke of, uh, Djokovic at the, uh, at Wimbledon. And, uh, we don't think he'll be allowed to play in the U S hope because we're still doing this. All right, let me tell you about athletic greens, a product I've added to my morning routine. And I use every day, instead of taking daily supplements for my nutrition, I use AG one to get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole sourced superfoods and probiotics. That's how you start your day off. Right. The founder of athletic greens experienced a ton of gut health issues and he ended up on a complicated supplement routine, costing him over a hundred bucks a day. This let him take his health into his own hands and create athletic greens for a more optimal nutrition routine. Ever since I started taking AG1, I've noticed improved energy throughout the day, better sleep. And so all I do is put one scoop in a glass of water each morning and I'm good to go. It has a mild and tropical taste and it's so much easier than choking down a bunch of vitamins in pill form. And it's way cheaper than the alternatives, costing less than three bucks a day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash jerry. That's athleticgreens.com slash G-E-R-R-Y. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Um... Congratulations to uh, Djokovic for winning Wimbledon, but he's uh, not allowed to play in the U.S. Open because he's unvaccinated. It's great. It's great to see him win. I mean, you watch it and you just go, what? <laughs> Why does he have to get the jab at this point? By the way, there's good news. No parents are, ja- are uh, vaccinating their two, three-year-olds. You're not, right, Ironhead? I mean, of course you're not. No. It's like 2% have uh, vaccinated their babies. I mean, I question the 2%, but even in New York City, it's like less than 5% of toddlers and babies getting vaccinated. I think I think they're going to have to come up with a really serious midterm variant to uh, scare people because uh, nobody, nobody is all that scared right now. I mean, they're scared that our government is still doing this or our, our institutions, our woke institutions like the freaking U.S. Open. I mean, is that for real? It's not till August 29th. But they're going to tell this guy, this best player in the world, perfectly fit, healthy athlete, that you can't play because you didn't get a vaccine that doesn't stop you from giving COVID or stop you from spreading COVID. So why does he, why? Just simple answer. Why does Djokovic need this before he, uh, before he plays in, uh, in uh, the U.S. Open in New York? Well, now it's all about principle. Right. That's, it's about complying. It's about submitting Here's the latest from uh, the the military. It just gets crazier. I swear to God, they're not letting it go. They're not letting it go. This is from the the New York Post. Uh, Roughly 40,000 National Guardsmen and 22,000 reservists will be barred from service for refusing to get vaccinated, the Army announced Friday. The decision effectively cuts off pay and benefits to the combined 62,000 service members and prohibits them from participating in training. Quote, soldiers who refuse the vaccination order without an approved or pending exemption requests are subject to adverse administration actions, including flags, bars to service, and official reprimands, an Army spokesman said. 62,000, and they uh, granted like almost no religious exemptions, almost none. They, They wanted to make a point, and they did. And as we talked about last week, these aren't, you know, career military. These are National Guardsmen and reservists who have to do their two weeks in the summer and their one weekend a month. And they have other jobs and they have lives. And they said no. And they would not be forced to submit. So they just said, kick me out. And the Army is doing it, kicking out 62,000 volunteers. Uh, and that's just, you know, reservists and and National Guardsmen. They're kicking out Marines and Navy SEALs and Army Rangers and, and everyone else. 
because they won't get a vaccine, which doesn't stop you from getting COVID or spreading COVID. Young, healthy, fit people. We're still doing this. We're doing this to tennis superstars. We're doing this to military people. Uh, it, it just, ins- well, we're not, and, and it's going to come back in some form in September, late September, early October, you know, the evil elf will be back on TV saying, Oh, we got to mask up. And the, uh, you know, the, the, this variant is really you know, difficult. And I mean, it'd be a whole new campaign, but I think people are, are done. People are done. They're not scared anymore. They're not worried about whatever flying or crowded places. They're not worried about their kids going to school or playing sports and getting, you know, getting the new variant. So they're, they're losing this battle. They're losing this battle, but we are losing. It feels like we are losing our military in some ways. It's by design, but a couple of, a couple of stories over the weekend from our, our military. There's a retired general who still works as a consultant, a three-star general got suspended for, and it, it said this for a tweet mocking Jill Biden so he's mocking this fake doctor who's married to the president uh, on Twitter and he gets suspended <laughs> again. If you mocked Donald Trump or Donald Jr. Or Melanie, Melania, whatever, the, the thought that anyone would get suspended or punished for that is just laughable. It's just, this is just the, you know, the, 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 the establishment protecting their own. So I'm thinking he really must have gone in on this, like Hunter did, you know, really went hard at Jill Biden. He responded to something that the First Lady said. First Lady talked about Roe v. Wade and the Supreme Court's decision being uh, unfair to women or something. So this general tweets, quote, glad to see you finally know what a woman is, unquote. That's it. That's all he wrote. Lieutenant General Gary Valeski. That's what he tweeted. Glad to see you finally know what a woman is. And he gets suspended from his cushy $92 an hour uh, consulting role with the Army, which, fine, I don't care. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's probably probably not doing much for this this 92 bucks an hour, but that's what gets you suspended from the military, saying, glad you know what a woman is? Same time, or I should say, same weekend, another... uh, story from our U.S. military. Uh, This is from the Navy Times. The Navy Times writes, a Navy F-A-18 Super Hornet jet, quote, blew overboard and off a deployed aircraft carrier, Harry S. Truman Friday, due to intense winds and heavy rains in the Mediterranean Sea. The incident incident happened while the carrier was conducting an at sea replenishment one sailor received minor injuries while conducting operations. Uh, no other details were provided. They said they uh, the Navy is reviewing its options for recovering the jet. So they're on an aircraft carrier. It gets windy. You know, they're in the middle of the ocean. What Google this for me. Find out what an FA Super Hornet jet costs. Uh, gets a little windy out at sea, and this jet blows off an aircraft carrier. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I guess we, as long as they get the the uh, uh, the pronouns right on this on this soldier who got, on this Navy guy who got hurt, I guess we'll be okay. But uh, that sounds kind of I don't know. Sounds kind of Iranian. It doesn't sound kind of it doesn't sound American that a jet is blowing off into the sea. It costs sixty-seven million dollars. Sixty-seven million dollars, and these—you know—they were probably in, you know, sensitivity training. They were probably uh, the guy in charge of, you know, locking it down was probably, you know, uh, suspended for misgendering somebody. And the friggin' jet blows off the aircraft carrier into the sea and sinks to the bottom of the ocean. And now they're—it doesn't say how deep it is, but they're considering their options on how to get it back. Let me guess one option. Just leaving it there. You know, it's only 67 million bucks. We don't need to really get that one back, but that is kind of scary, kind of scary that uh, that was uh, the weekend for uh, our military kicking guys out and losing planes off the side of, off the uh, side of aircraft carriers. All right. We got to get to the, uh, the latest from the Elon Musk 
versus Twitter, all the Twitter wokesters who, who hated Musk like a month ago. And now they scared to death about losing him. At least losing his 44 billion. But uh, let me do Shay and then we'll get to Musk. Shay Concrete, you know what they can do for you? you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shay has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, this is, uh, this is a tough one because, you know, I'm rooting for Musk. I'm rooting for him, even though he's, you know, he's a little crazy. He just said, what do you have, his 10th kid? Ninth. Like three, ninth? Ninth, ninth and 10th. Like, he had twins. He's got three, I think, at least three sets of twins. He is a fertile, fertile fellow. Uh, he had like six boys, but one of them turned into a girl recently, um, and changed her name and disowned him, just hates him. I'm not sure why, but you know what? He's never had, obviously he's a little eccentric. I don't think he's been involved in a lot of lawsuits from the mothers of his children. Cause I think he, you know, takes care of them as well. He should. I'm not sure how much time he spends with his kids, but he believes in being fertile. He believes in growing the population and he's, and he's um, putting his uh, actions, you know, he's putting it, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's, he's putting his actions where his mouth is. Anyway, uh, the deal according to Musk is over out. And, and we know it because Donald Trump is, is um, uh, bragging, boasting, saying, see, I told you it's not going to happen. But from what I read, it's not actually dead. It's just, you know, at a little, at a stalemate, um, he doesn't want, he wants more uh, things disclosed. He wants them to be more open about all the, whatever, the algorithms and uh, how many, how many accounts are a fake, which sounds good to me. I mean, it sounds reasonable. You're about to buy the whole company. You're about to buy, you know, spend 44 billion. You should have the right to look at all the books. And now Agrawal, Agrawal, who we thought hated, thought hated Musk and didn't want Musk is now ready to go to battle with Musk. And I'm, and I have to say, this is kind of what we expected, right? They saw how much money they were going to make. If you're Agrawal, you say, you know, you, you're man of principle until you realize you're going to lose, you know, a billion dollars, <laughs> you know, then you say, uh, I think Elon Musk isn't such a bad guy after all. So this is what he tweeted. He didn't tweet. He hasn't tweeted a lot lately. He does tweet some really weird stuff. Mm. He said, they said I couldn't buy Twitter. Then they wouldn't disclose bot info, how they want to force me to buy Twitter in court. Now they have to disclose bot info in court. So that sounds like a tactic, does it not? Yeah. A, tech, a, a strategy. I hope so, because I want this to happen really badly. I know. I'm telling you, they're back to, uh, there, there was an interesting development over the weekend. It might have been Thursday, Friday, where Alex Berenson, who is a very popular uh, COVID uh, a vaccine skeptic and just a, a former New York Times reporter. Now he's a novelist, but he really covers the pandemic. He's, he's a little odd, uh, but he's, he's a good follow. I mean, he literally links to studies and data and he just immerses himself in, you know, links to studies from Israel and Europe and, and he'll to them and he'll comment on them. And they banned him for that. They banned him for being a reporter and he sued and he apparently, well, he won 
his Twitter account back. But now he's saying, and he was on with Tucker, and he's made made the rounds. He's uh, you know he's he's been celebrated uh, because he's been right. You know he's been he was suspended from Twitter for being right, for being a skeptic about the vaccines, and and being proven right. So some judge somewhere, I don't know where uh, where the judge uh, ruled in his favor. He's back on Twitter. He says he can't disclose a lot of the the stuff that went on. But the one thing he says that, and he says he'll do it at some point, he says, you're not going to believe the pressure the government put on Twitter. So what he's, I mean, you can come, you can put two and two together. I think what he's going to do is say that these people who are being banned, of, of course, Trump and so many others, and, you know, Babylon B and Charlie Kirk and Alex Berenson were the result of the federal government pressuring Twitter. They have a very close relationship. A lot of the, the people in the administration used to work for Twitter and vice versa. So that's the bombshell, which he's promising to tell or break at some point. I'm not sure why he can't yet. I get, I assume there's some non-disclosure or some kind of agreement, but won't that be wild if we find out it was like right from the white house that they banned certain reporters and certain uh, personalities and, and uh, they were just, doing the bidding of the white house and that hopefully will all change. And we've, if Musk takes over, but they are, they're back to, you know, shadow banning, they're back to their old algorithms. Uh, uh, and they're probably, you know, the, the people in the office there in San Francisco are probably uh, quietly hoping if, unless they have a lot of stock, they're yeah. hoping. You said in, the, you said the, in the office, Musk, I just want to correct you that they don't go there. Right. That's true. Musk went there and hell, they probably hate him because he says, if you want to keep your job, he's done it at Tesla. If you want to keep your job, you must be in the office at least 40 hours a week. At least. I mean, that's, <laughs> these people are probably used to working, you know, like two hours a day, you know, four days a week. They're putting in like Biden hours. Mm. And now this crazy man, Musk, who works, you know, 18 hours a day is telling them they have to show up. They actually have to show up in the office and they're going, what, what do you mean? And I don't do that. I just sit at home in my, in my, you know, 40 pajamas and then and, and log on and, and do my job. So they, you know, probably unless again, they're going to cash in. If he buys it, succeeds in buying it, then uh, they're, they're glad to see him go. They can continue to crush the, any voice of dissent, but it'll be interesting to find out if this is indeed just a uh, negotiating tactic I know Trump has already taken those victory laps up in Alaska. He's talking, I told you he wasn't going to buy it. I told you. And he's hoping they want, obviously, Truth Social and the Trumpkins want uh, the Twitter deal, uh, the must deal to fail so Twitter can go back to, you know, being, uh, uh, being you know, crushing all right-wingers and all conservatives. And then they could say, come to Truth Social. We're different. But... That won't, I mean, I think if Musk buys Twitter, it kills Truth Social. I mean, not not literally, but it certainly wounds Truth Social. You don't feel like you need that uh, that uh, alternative. For sure. I'm still on the wait list. The only person I know that's successfully gotten on is intern Bailey. Your kids, Bailey, on Truth Social. Well, um, why do you get a reason for why you have to be on uh, the waiting list? I, I just think they don't have enough bandwidth and they don't want the whole thing crashing. And I mean, you hear people go on Twitter and say, I did this on true social. You see what I wrote on true social. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if they're getting as much interaction as they were hoping for. I mean, I'm, I doubt I'm going to wait for you. You're my, uh, you're going to be my canary in the coal mine here. You all find out when you, when you get on there, you let me know how it goes. Cause, uh, I don't think I can handle it. I, it, it, I got enough, I got enough you know, technology in my life right now. I don't need uh, true social right now. And, you know, is, is like Ron DeSantis on true social? Couldn't tell That's you. the thing that every, everybody, you know, I'm, I'm out and about this summer talking to people. Everybody is waiting and wondering how the Trump versus DeSantis is going to go. And certainly I'm hoping, I've said it before, I'm hoping Trump uh, decides, and it's unlikely, I realize, to support DeSantis, to step back, say I'm, I've had my run. I'm too old. I support, I like this guy, my fellow Floridian. And then he could do rallies in support DeSantis. He could 
have kind of a role in the DeSantis administration. He could be, instead of John Kerry as the climate czar, he could be DeSantis's, you know, foreign policy, uh, you know, foreign affairs emissary. He was great on foreign affairs. He could jet around the world and he could, you know, do the things he used to do, push around the little NATO countries, make them pay up, go to the Middle East and, you know, make them bow to him. I mean, that that could be his role and he would love it. And you have free reign. He could show up at the White House anytime he wants. If he wants to be president, he's going to want to destroy DeSantis. He's not going to want him as his running mate. He's not going to want him to be friends. He's going to want to destroy him. And that will suck. That, that will be, you know, that'll be no fun at all for, for the country, but uh, whoever it is, it's going to be fun because they're uh, so far, as far as we know, they're going to be going against the guy who says, end of quote, turn, (laughs) repeat the line. There was a white house aide that tried to defend it on Twitter and just got destroyed. So I know, no, that was, that was written in the script, which made no sense that you would say, repeat the line. Well, she said, no, that was, that's what we wrote. Repeat the line. I like how he said it with his uh, speech cadence too. He's like, end of quote, repeat the line. It, it, it obviously makes no sense that you that you wanted him to say that, but they must be like, what can we do? We can't say that he's Ron Burgundy. We can't admit it. <laughs> they, 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 they just, it must be a hard job to write speeches for president anyway. They're just so, they're so important. They're so impactful. And the idea that you're typing it and you're saying, Oh, that's three, that's, that's, that's three syllables. <laughs> <They're in trouble. laughs> that's Oh, the, the, what did they say in the, uh, they, they talked, oh, they talked in the New York Times story about how they, uh, they should have known he couldn't handle the word kleptocracy. They typed that in one of his speeches. And there was another one, you know, like last year where they typed Galapagos Islands. And afterwards, everyone went, why would you put that in the tele? He can't read that. They, unless he was there in the foothills of the Galapagos with, uh, with G. America is a nation that that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in a foot. foot. (laughs) That is so good. That's he's Katanji Brown Jackson standing behind him, right? Yes. Kamala. And they're both looking at him and go, what did you just do? It must've said something else, right? It must've said freedom or something or Liberty. I think, yeah, I think Kamala Harris is in the wrong business. Cause when he says, repeat the line, she's stone faced. Didn't even react to it. She's looking going, I'm not that bad. Well, maybe she thought what's wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) So you have, you have two people whose, you know, speeches are very important and neither of them, there's a, there's a Kamala from over the weekend. It's another, uh, it got overshadowed by all the Biden gas, but there's another Kamala's thing, Kamala thing about believing. We believe in what we believe. And, and if you believe, you believe and you go, what the hell? And she's sitting with you know, one of her friendly reporters like PBS or something. And the guy's just looking at her going, what did you just say? If you, if you believe, <laughs> then we believe and we too shall be. <laughs> Is that it? I don't know. <laughs> it's making it it's up. close. It's close. But uh, anyway, we got to leave it there. We'll be watching. He's heading to the Middle East tomorrow. That should be fun. And uh, uh, that should be in the Middle East and Israel. I think that's it. Four days. They cut short his uh, European trip so we could rest up for the Middle East trip, get to the beach and rest up. But uh, he's going to do the next uh, the next. Um, speech so just slow and methodical it'll be like reading it'll be like it'll be like dumb and dumber <laughs> the, the, the. <laughs> the? <laughs> uh, it'll be fun it'll be funny anyway thanks to everybody lots lots of comments here did you post put them up there i've been trying to read all these stories jerry i'm always putting them up there man <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of them they were really going off when uh during the um uh, the repeat the line. Some people I don't repeat think have seen it <laughs> somehow. Yeah. I mean, people don't, people don't uh, stay locked in on the weekends in the summer. I understand that my friend Scott mm. Zolak had a good tweet. He said, you should be, I forget what he wrote, but said, if you even turn the TV on, on a Saturday or a Sunday in the summer and it's 80 degrees, it's beautiful. There's things and you're watching TV, something wrong with you. That's mm. what I say. If you're watching sitting inside, watching the Red Sox, 
I mean, who's doing that? I mean, their, their ratings must be dreadful, but uh, I mean, it's, I can see going to a game, but who's inside like watching the news? I do it, you know, obviously at night, but during the day on a beautiful summer day, there is something wrong with these. Olak is right. But anyway, hopefully we uh, kept got people up to speed. Hopefully they got to see all of the uh, greatest hits from our commander-in-chief over the weekend. But uh, we will leave it there for today. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to you, Ironhead. Hope you had a great weekend. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution. In these tough economic times, rely on 1AAuto.com. Save money and empower yourself. In good times and bad, get great prices. Watch 1A Auto's massive library of free how-to videos. Fix it yourself easy and fast with 1AAuto.com. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.